Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Hustle podcast. My name is Lydia Wilmsen and I'm a mindset and business coach for high-achieving entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I share insights into how you can create a life of freedom, happiness and personal fulfillment while increasing financial success way beyond what you have achieved with hustle alone so far. Plus, every other week I interview inspiring and out-of-the-box thinking entrepreneurs. Have fun and enjoy! Welcome to today's episode, which is actually about future-proofing your business. A previous client of mine brought me that question of what if something happens with you, with your family, if you get ill, if you lose a loved one, like how can you keep doing business and being successful in these special moments. And I want to say something about how to mentally and emotionally deal with that. However, I thought about making like almost like a bigger episode on that topic and almost give you a list of things to take into account. And it's it's like an, a perfect list. That means you will always work towards it. So don't create FOMO for yourself, like fear of missing out. Just know that these are things to take into account and to work towards them. Even I have not everything applied what I'm going to talk about. And all of these things are Basically, it's advice or ideas, and then do your own research on, on everything that I'm going to mention. So I won't give you legal advice. I won't tell you what to do when it comes to accounts and all of that. This is what obviously you have to do your research on yourself. I really, really love that question of one of my clients or my previous clients because very often we don't have the big picture in our minds. Every business owner, entrepreneur is really in the now, which is important. And like, how can I increase sales? How can I increase the money I make and be quick and more sales and more revenue and build the business and scale the business? But All the other stuff of accounting and taxes and building a safety net and all of that is kind of unsexy. So not too many people are really excited about doing all of these things. But I want to shift it today and really perhaps also create some, some excitement of taking care of these things. Because it is almost like you're your business baby and you taking care of that and really seeing what else can I do to make this safe and what else can I do to think in, in the long game and really make sure that I also go from being self-employed towards being a business owner. And that basically means your business being able to run without you. And that's a big topic because if something happens, a loved one dies or is seriously ill and you need to take half a year off, can you do that right now? Do you have the funds? And is your business built in a way that you can just give it to your CEO or whoever and, and say like, you deal with all of that. I'm off. I can't do anything right now. Is this possible? And it's, it's not about creating FOMO for you right now. It is really a question and then something, if you say no, it's definitely not, something to aim at, something to think ahead and put things into place step for step. If you just do one thing a week, for example, in one month, you'll be so much further ahead than if you didn't do anything. 
And I came up with five different topics that I personally think are important when it comes to future-proofing your business and basically how to prepare for unforeseen events, because this is what it means. Unforeseen events could even be something like COVID, um, like the last two years we had. Some people had stable businesses, some people could pivot, some people knew what to do, they could deal with the situation very well, other people not. And we never know what will happen in the future. It can be anything, as I said, something personal or something collective, and how prepared are you really? So the first thing, and this is all like all the points I'm going to make, there is no, the first point is better than the second point, it's all equal. So very important is some kind of diversity in my eyes. Again, I say that's my opinion. That's how I deal with things. And it could be that it's different for you. But even if you hear it from me now and then, you know, that's not my way. It's already something forward, a step forward, because then you have more clarity for yourself. For me, it's important to have diversity, to work towards multiple streams of income, not just one, to not have my business and this needs to keep going. Because some kind of business can go out of business because what what you offer is of no value anymore. No one needs it anymore. Like if you now sell those specific printing devices, I don't know what the word is in English, like there were like text machines where you could um, send little messages to people. No one uses that anymore. Or everyone uses smartphones. There is not such a huge market for, for the old phones anymore. Or not many people will use um, horses to get from A to B anymore because there are planes, there are cars and whatever. So there are always business ideas that are going out of business because not many people want it anymore. So this idea of I have one business and it needs to be the same forever and ever and I don't take into account what new things are happening and how my business really is important right now or not anymore. Do I have to pivot? Do I have to? Or is there in innovation happening in my business? I think it's extremely important and diversification or diversity in business income I also see as very important that you don't just have one income stream. Of course, if you're just starting like start with one, don't build 10 income streams at the same time, but have it in your mind as a long-term goal that you are safe when one specific income stream goes out of the window that you still have nine or five or whatever number you can rely on. This could be one business with different models, like different income streams. I'm not going deeper into that. It could be five different business altogether. And the next point I want to make is, for example, investments. This could be a whole different income stream just coming through investments. So it could be a part of diversity of the first point, but I also see it as a point itself or um, something to take into account itself. If you start your investment game from the beginning on, and I will do an extra episode on that, this is so important. And you heard me probably speak with Michael in the interview that there are different quadrants that you can learn from Kiyosaki, for example, but all other people too. And self-employment is one quadrant, and then you want to shift into being becoming a business owner. And then you also want to shift into becoming an investor. These are all different ways of letting money work for you. Either you work for money or money works for you. And being invested in many things, in my opinion, is 
crucial for everyone. And I would have loved if someone told me that five years ago that I just put 20 euros a month away into some form of investment. I didn't. So I started my investment game late, but that doesn't matter per se because as I'm having a different mindset now, I have opportunities that just have much more return, like high yield return basically, or high yield. So it's not per se an issue, but if you're listening now and you know, if it's just 50 euros a month, start now. There is the saying, the best time to start was yesterday and or in year XYZ, the second best time is now. So investing your money to let it work for you is crucial, especially as a business owner, because we are so focused on daily business and how is it growing that we totally forget about the power of investing and compounding interest. So use your business to put money from coming in through the business, but then put it to use instead of having to rely just on business income all the time. Then the third point I want to make is have a safety net. Yes, if you have money on the side in whatever form so that you can easily access it and be safe for half a year, could be even better to, for one year, there is so much relief in that. On the one hand side, you can actually pay for the stuff you need. And on the other hand side, there is so much mental relief and emotional relief. You don't have to stress out. The money is there, ready to use. You can use all your creative power, not frantically, not in a frantic way to, to source more money and rather to focus on perhaps new ways of income if there is something happening in your business, in your life or in the world, as we have seen two years ago. People that were safe for a year, yeah, they are safe. And people who didn't have anything, they were fucked. That's it. And you couldn't even rely on the government paying for you and so on. So that's a gentle reminder to take care of that. And in the beginning, it's kind of crazy. It's like, where should I even take this money from? Like, how? Start with small steps. Again, if you just put 50 euros away, but a month, it's a beginning. It's about a shift in your mindset. This putting money on the side is really the most important about it is a shift in your mindset because at some point you won't just put 50 euros away. The more energy you put into that idea, the more money will seemingly come out of nowhere to be put there. And usually what people do, they start using that money again. And this is not the point. It's really this idea, this is there to be kept when I can't go into business for whatever reason. Build a safety net. And I know there are people who say, live in the now and don't worry and blah, blah, blah. Yes and no. Again, it's a habit of like, how much money can I hold in my environment? I, for a long time, I just wanted to use the money. And it's like, hey, I can travel. I can do amazing things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but on the other side, I wasn't able to hold money in my environment. I directly had to give it away again, so to say. And I had to learn to do that. I had to learn to, and this is the mindset piece, to sit and enjoy money, having to give it away, having to use it, so to say. And that's the next point, mindset. So important. Future-proving your business. What comes to mind? FOMO, fear of missing out. Like, I have to do everything now. Like, you have to work on all of these. 
stay in your power, future-proving your business and preparing yourself for unforeseen events is not fear-mongering, is not, oh my goodness, something bad is going to happen. No, it's just sanity. It just is knowing that things happen and I want to be prepared for them and not in a kind of hoarding mentality. What we also saw in the last two years. This came from a place of, oh my goodness, I'm going to run out of toilet paper. I have to buy five years of toilet paper now. No, that's not the mindset and the energy I mean. I mean a pragmatic mindset. I mean really a mindset of what do I need? What are the costs I have? And this is the money I put on the side. Not of crazy fears. No, just of almost like pragmatic stuff like you clean your house you buy something for the week the food you want for the week not because you fear it's going to go out no just because of um, pragmatic reasons i want to have the food in my house to be ready to to make the meals for a week for example so pragmatism versus fear and fear of missing out in specific this comes back to staying in your power And when you take care of all of that, you basically stay creative. And an entrepreneur is someone who is able to find solutions. So the more you take care and future-proof your business with some of the things I mentioned, the more you will be able to stay in your creative power because your energy is not drawn into other things. For example, into survival mode. If you're in survival mode, there is no way for proper creative mode and coming up with new great ideas and honing in onto the moment and finding solutions perhaps for problems that are showing up. If you were a person who offered remote work coaching or setting up the environment, the work environment for remote work, this was your year. Like the past two years were your year. So if you were able to hone into the problem then and come up with solutions, like this is what an entrepreneurial mindset is, finding solutions for problems. But for that, you have to be in a specific mindset. You can't be in a survival mindset because then you can't come up with really long-term good solutions. Then you come up with, oh my goodness, how can I survive basically? To speak more about this pragmatism mindset, what has or what is important is also all the accounting stuff, all the legal stuff. If you, for whatever reason, are in hospital and you can't do anything for business, are there people who have access to your accounts? Are there people who have access to your email accounts and to your client, like be able to reach out to your clients and all of that? When you really can't work for whatever reason, is everything set up that other people can take over? Is there something set up in case, sorry to put, bring this to you, in case you die? Is there something up to make the, uh, to make the payments or to, to find solutions for something that's an ongoing process to deal with the money you have? But even if you're just ill for one month, Is there something to make sure that business keeps running? Like all the legal stuff, all the financial stuff. This is something where I still have work to do. This has to do with future-proofing your business and with really preparing for unforeseen events. And it's usually the stuff people don't like to think about. But if you take care of that, you're just in such a different vibe and you really are in the vibe of a proper business owner instead of I'm just self-employed, I'm just trying out things and I try to make it work. 
So systems in place, strategies in place for all this almost unsexy stuff is crucial if you really want to future-proof your business. And then the last point I want to make is connections. I have seen this with so many people, so many businessmen and businesswomen I admire. One thing they always had what helped them through the dark times was connections. It can be business connections, personal connections, does not even need to be face-to-face -face connections. Work on relationships. Relationship building is key. You won't be able to survive on your own. You were never. We are tribal, like deep inside. We are tribal people. Still, even though we don't live like this anymore, we still have these needs and we can massively benefit from it. Because when you have a problem and you have a wide network, you can reach out to one person and this person then again can connect you with another person who then might be of help. If you invest in connections without this idea of, and I spoke about this in, in one of the recent interviews with um, Evrosini, when you think the long term, when you think the long game, when you think about business as a long-term investment, then you're not after the quick sale. You're not after like meeting people and directly wanting to make them into customers or into clients. No, it is about building relationships you might benefit each other perhaps in a year, perhaps in 10 years. But these are what help, for example, when you think about the one percenters up there, what works so well for them is the relationships they have. They are self-sufficient. They don't need anyone else. They have all the people who can support them. And this is, by, by the way, also how like all form of tribes work, also tribal um, connections in in slums and stuff. They are all working with each other and knowing like to whom to reach out in whatever or for whatever reason. So investing heavily in relationship building without this idea of I need you as a client now or you need to help me now or like again, not with this idea of I, I need you now, you have to help me. Also with the idea of giving, that it's a reciprocal process, that you are here to give and to receive is so important. And it's not, as I said, something that gives you money directly, but this is not the purpose. It is about investing into the long vision of your business. So as you can see, these are the points I made. Diversity or diversification of your business, having different income streams, not just one. Then investing for sure, have money work for you. And then creating a safety net so that you're safe for at least six months in case something happens. Even if something happens to someone else and you have to take care of them and you can't work, even then, I have these examples. I have some acquaintances where the partner is ill and needs almost full-time support. And yeah, in that case, you need to have something to fall back on. And then the next extremely important point, your mindset. And I forgot to mention that before. Into this category actually or obviously falls the all the questions around your emotional stability, like how can you deal with the situation at hand? How mature are you with your emotions? Are you self-sufficient? Are you able to self-soothe? And do you have the right connections, the last point, but also when it comes to mindset, do you have the support to work through difficult situations? And then the last point, connections. 
It is so important. We are tribal people at our hearts. This is where we come from. And it is still so important. We wouldn't be able to survive on our own. And this is the same for business. If you want to play the long game, you do have to invest into relationships and then benefit from them, but also obviously give to them. It's a two-way street. And you can just check for yourself all the different points I made now where you're really good at. So for example, you have a huge network, so that's amazing. You don't have to actually do more when it comes to relationship building, but perhaps you have zero safety net. Perhaps you also have zero like pragmatic solutions for your business and systems. So these would be the things to work on. Or you have set a safety net up, you're done, you, you are safe for six months, for a year. You have a powerful mindset already. You have all the connections, but you just have one single stream of income. So this would be something for you. How can I di diversify and how can I start investing? Or you have all of this. You basically have done all the pragmatic stuff. But the one thing you're really struggling with is the mindset piece. Fear of missing out. Fears in general, ruling your business. This is never a great idea because more stuff will be presented to you where you can be fearful. <laughs> And you lose your power to external circumstances, to something happening with your business. Even though you have all the systems in place, you have the safety net, you get drawn into fear and you get um, drawn into losing your power to whatever circumstance. This is your main area to work on. And this is actually the area I can help you the best. I'm not the one to help you set up all the, the legal stuff for your business. There are amazing people to reach out to. I'm also not the one to help you, like, how do you set up all your financial funds? Where do you put what? However, I'm the one if you need support around the mindset piece in future-proofing your business. So if you want more information on that, always reach out to me. I only take a select few clients this year because I am heavily shifting into the investment part of business, building my investment business. If you want to be like almost in a, in a loose bubble around that, I have a Telegram channel where we share ideas um, when it comes to investments, when it comes to opportunities, when it comes to just sharing insights and sharing experiences and also obviously the huge um, DeFi market. If you're interested in that, you'll find my Telegram channel and you can subscribe to it and be part of that. Okay, and I'm obviously super curious to hear from you. What were your experiences? Where has something happened? Something unforeseen, despite COVID, obviously. And how have you, or also COVID, how did you deal with the situation? How proof, how strong was your business foundation? How easy could you overcome what was presented to you and what are the things you want to take care of? Like, what do you want to focus on? Just let me know on LinkedIn. Let me know on Instagram. Let me know on in my Telegram channel how you did deal with the situation. That's it for now. Looking forward to an amazing interview next week. And yeah, until then. Did you like this podcast episode? Then please share it with people who you know could benefit from it. Also, I would be super grateful if you could leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It would mean such a lot to me. If you want to stay connected with me, please join my Telegram channel for daily mini reminders around mindset, business growth, investing and living life to the fullest. 
or message me directly on Instagram or LinkedIn. You will find all the links in the show notes. Thank you for listening and until the next episode. Much love, Lydia.